You're listening to the Core Stories podcast. These are stories about lives that intersect with Jesus. I'm Emily, the Communications Director at Otter Creek Church. Today I sat down with Charles and Darlene Colston, who are the missionaries that Otter Creek supports in Nairobi, Kenya. They spoke with me about how they came to be missionaries in Nairobi and also what Made in the Streets, their ministry, is all about. Uh, My name is Charles Colston. This is Darlene. Hello. Um, Well, our connection with Otter Creek came through one person um, who is Suzette Wimpy now. She was a um, young, single woman at the time when she moved to Nashville area and came to Otter Creek. And uh, Suzette talked uh, people at Otter Creek into making a trip to uh, to Kenya to see us because she had been there before. And out of that, a relationship was born that's been a beautiful relationship. So now uh, Otter Creek's been our sponsor since 2003. And, uh, and it's been a, um, a great relationship that we've appreciated and enjoyed. Uh, we had already come to Nairobi because some friends had come uh, saying, why don't you come with us? We're going to do a VBS uh, in Africa. And actually, we were going to go live in Singapore. But we said, oh, okay. So we came and just fell in love with the people and the <clears throat> the response of people to wanting to learn how to teach Sunday school and reach out to kids in the neighborhood. Because at that time, especially, kids were just no one and kids on the street or kids who are just wandering around or no one but we really appreciated them and came back the next year and then we decided we could be useful here so then we moved to Nairobi and worked with the youth group yeah what well, it was you know we we didn't set out to do street ministry uh, we didn't know anything about it and and then but we had a street kid who actually came to us uh, where we were. Uh, I was director of a computer and electronics college, and uh, and both of us were working with these teenagers, and Darlene was working with the teenagers to develop a Sunday school, and uh, which was very successful with taught by teenagers and had several hundred kids coming to Sunday school. But a street kid came to us and got to know us. And then our youth group, this was very special, our youth group was open to street kids coming in among them. Now they were, our youth group were kids from the slum, but they weren't street kids. And there's a huge difference between people who have a place to live and the kids who are sleeping on the streets. Uh, but they accepted them. And so that they just became part of our lives. And at some point we decided, uh, this is what we have to do. Uh, this is, uh, and what I found was that it was my heart's desire. It was the thing that I felt like I was born to do. And, and so that's really fulfilled our lives. And, um, and, and, and we appreciate the fact that Otter Creek has responded with that same kind of love for the ministry that we have. Um, we're, we're really happy that um, we found a church or a church found us that, um, that loves justice and that, that loves, that cares about the, the rights and the lives of those who, who have nothing and who have no opportunity or hope in the world. And, but, but the church can give them hope. And, and so it's a, it's a nice match for us to be with Otter Creek. 
Well, we have a three-step program, and one of them is that we have people who are always out on the streets. Every day they're out there. They go in these different places where street kids sleep or where they hang out, and they talk to them. They, they do Bible studies. They, uh, um, they read the Bible to them. They bring visitors to see them. They Bring you know, first aid. Bring first aid, uh, sometimes some food. Uh, they invite them to programs at the center we have in, in the slum there. And, and so it's, it's that uh, constant street work that, that really makes the kids know these people can be trusted. They really care about us. You know, they're not just coming down to take pictures or something like that. They're here for us. Uh, so we build trust with kids on the street. And while we do that, we're looking for kids that are 12, 13, or 14 years old who might come and live with us. And we want to serve all the ones that are out there, but we want a few of them to live with us. And right now we have 103 out at our center where, where we have a school and boarding program. Uh, so that's the second step of the program, that we, uh, we give literacy education. And a lot of these kids have never been to school or they've been to one or two grades in school. Um, and so, so we teach Bible and English and mathematics and computers. And then we add some science and some maybe a little geography and, and, and all that kind of thing. But, but it's a basic education uh, for those 12, 13, 14 year olds until they're 16. And then we also have skills training. So we do everything in house. We never send them out to anything. So when they're 16, they go and and they do study hairdressing or cooking or woodworking or auto mechanics. Uh, so we have a we have that those skills that they can learn over a two year period. So when they're eighteen, they're ready to go to work. And we have about forty five percent unemployment in Kenya, while the U.S. I think. Tennessee has about a 3.2% or something like that. We have high unemployment, but if you have a skill, you can get a job because there's, there are things for people to do. So our cooks get jobs, our hairdressers get jobs. You know, any of them who really want to have a job can get one once they've had the training. So we, we get them ready to go out. And then we, um, uh, so that's that's the second part of it. It's kind of a holistic thing. They they live with us. We have devotionals. We have chapel every day. We have uh, uh, we have the church there as well. Um, Could I we, just jump in? Yeah, go ahead. On that second phase, when they're with us, I think what we offer too is uh, we were talking with someone about today's education and where I think what we have to offer is that. They come out from being alone on the streets with just a very few buddies who would steal from you, even if they're your best buddy, uh, to a place where they're surrounded by adults who love them. I mean, it's really a bubble of adults who love you, who want to give you resources and skills and help you figure out what your skills were, even just from the streets. Look at that. This was a good thing that God was doing. You've got skills, and now you can apply that to learning. Um, that time together, I think, is is just helpful with the life skills so that maybe, I mean, it's a terrible thing to be on the streets, but because of that, then they get life skills. And that even includes cooking. So our kids, we keep them as independent as possible because they were somewhat independent on the streets in their thinking. So all the boys and girls are... They have their own budgets um, in the different dorms for their cooking. So they cook their own breakfasts and they cook their own dinners. And so just, and they have rotations, you know, just like chores and all. But 
it's those life skills that even if you're from an orphanage, you don't get that because people took care of you. So, like I think of the easy-to-read version of yeah, Psalm 41 says, those who help the poor succeed are blessed. It's like we're not just into helping the poor. We want to help them succeed. And I think life skills is a big part of that bubble. I might go back to phase one out on the streets. We're really, we really try not to be rescuing kids. So we're, we're not out there just to make life easier for them. We, we recruit them to come and live with us. We were, and, and we encourage them to find ways to, uh, to solve their own problems. And so one of the things we say to them is if you partner with God, if you really partner with God, you can do anything, you know, like the, the woman who says, I love the word impossible, you know, that, uh, that with God, all things are possible. And so, uh, so we encourage them to partner with God and we recruit them to our ministry. And so in phase two, we continue that, that you have a partnership with God. You not only have eternity, but you'll have a good life in this world. And now then comes phase three. Phase three is when they go out into the world. So we've got two parts of that. One of them is we have an exit manager who helps them um, get, get a job somewhere, uh, go for interviews and helps them write a, write a resume, um, who, uh, who will help them find an apartment, uh, who gives them a stipend every month, the first several months that they've left us, a stipend that gets smaller and smaller month by month. Uh, and so he's their, he's their encourager and who, who kind of enabler as they go out into the world. And then we have a, a couple that have been in the ministry for from almost the beginning who, uh, who, uh, who go and visit kids at their workplaces and at their homes and have a program in downtown Nairobi. They have a room they rent, and Sunday afternoon they invite all the graduates to come and be in a devotional and Bible study and prayer time for one another and fellowship time so that we... And we're, what we're really trying to encourage them to do is to, is to not only have a job in the world, but have a job for God so that, so that we tell them you are evangelists. You are the people who are going, you have gotten closer to God through made in the streets. You can help other people become closer to God. You can lead Bible studies. You can share your faith with people. And so we want them to build the church up out there in, in the world. Um, and so this couple is their, their objective is to enable the kids to do that. And also to, to kind of, care for them and love them as we want to stay with them the rest of their lives we want to always be their friends and not just send them out you know so so three phases streets our boarding program and then into the world so that's our strategy i think in a way we've been um impressed by god's working we were just we were happy working for jesus with a youth group but when that youth group reached out to street kids, then that just opened a whole new door. And we had one day where all those, those street kids were invited by our teenagers to have a special day. And everyone said, no, now they won't even come. You know, so fine. Kids want to do this. We're going to do this. But then we had like 200 street kids come. And it was all, all led by the teenagers. We were just new missionaries, new with Swahili. Um, but they... They were ready, and we said, "Y'all have to get more food together for you." And we got it, we got it. Teen- teenagers, we got it, we got this. All right, and then they just carried on this whole day with cooking for them, teaching them, 
uh, you know, organizing sports and games. And then at the end, when we had sent the street kids back to the street and kind of debriefing, then, the, then our teenagers said, you know, they're coming back. I said, oh, really? And yes, they're coming back. We invite them to church. So just think, even in Otter Creek, for 200 street kids to show up would just be, you know, an, an impressive thing, okay? So we thought, well, you'll have to get ready for like a Bible class for them and because they can't, you know, search for garbage and find something neat. You'll have to cook for them. And the kids, you know, say, we got it. <laughs> so, okay. So on Sunday, 55 came. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> And the kids, you know, teenagers, they just took care of everything. And then then they came the next week. And so, yes, we were the, the adults there. And we were the Americans there. But it's just been organic. And I think, and I value Otter Creek for being people that they're happy to, you know, have some Americans. Like, we're, we're there and Taryn, there's one other American. That's all. It's all... Kenyans, and many of our team are um, from from coming through the program. Ninetieth, eleven out of our thirty-three are from the program. Kids who are not kids anymore, but they've come off the street and through the program. But just the idea that they're the ones in charge, and Otter Creek values that. They don't expect for there to be an American in charge there. We're just advisors, and it's really led by um, Francis Mbuvi and all the others, Irene and Jack and Joel, just 33 of them. So I appreciate that. We're not just giving them a meal a week or a Bible study a week, but but we're offering them the opportunity to a whole new life. And, uh, and we need to do something holistic for them that touches every phase of their lives, like a family does. And we talk often at Main the Streets about being a family and, uh, and living, living like a family so that we give that kind of care to one another. And, 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 and honestly, the, most of these kids in this program, in their, in their birth family, they didn't get family. They didn't get a father who cared for them and trained them and taught them and loved them or a mother who did that. Um, but they were, they were more, um, what I don't know. They were more a burden to their families than they were someone to love, and so we try to be that for them and be true family for them. Uh, so, and that's uh, and that that fulfills your life. You know, you have lots of kids that way. Yeah. And we've seen from the very beginning. <clears throat> we ran across Psalm one thirteen, and it talks about how high God is. Uh, and but then it says this God who has to look down just to find the sky. This God comes down and works through the walks through the garbage dumps and picks up beggars and seats them among important people. And we have seen that happen. And we have seen that happen again and again and again. Uh, but one of the first kids we met has um, become a, a chef in a cafeteria in a university in Nairobi. Uh, but he has, from the streets, he has cooked for and served two different presidents of his country and a prime minister. And you just think, see, that's just God. And so we just kind of stand back, and watch things happen. It's just 
neat. It's, you know, I'd like for Otter Creek to just take joy in what they are doing through, this is just one of many, but through this ministry to to address poverty, to address crime. I mean, because this is, they're coming for, you know, this is, we don't need to write a book about the answer for pro, po, poverty. It's these kids who are coming off the streets with nothing, and then they can end up with jobs, and they can end up having people in their apartment and telling them, my story, this is what God did for me. Um, you know, the, it, it just continued to grow, and there have been challenges along the way, and then difficulties, because anytime you're working with a group of people, and, and particularly people who've come out of deep poverty or have come off the streets themselves, you're going to have problems of various kinds, but we've, we've just been, uh, it's like it's been, it's, it's been, deep in our hearts this this is what our lives are to be and so it's it's a sort of thing that you you can't give up on it because you know it's God's call and 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 he wants it done and so I um, yeah I think it's it's continued to develop and we've continued to see new opportunities for for kids and for the ministry um, and and so the the excitement of doing it is still there you know, there there's still new kids coming out on the streets, and so that's exciting that we have an opportunity with new kids. And now we've got a a, a partnership with some people in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, so that kids who are on the streets in Addis can have an opportunity to add a new life. And there's there's as much deep poverty in Ethiopia as there is in Kenya, and so we're really that's an exciting thing to have uh, to have friends in another country who are trying to do the same thing, and we can be of assistance to them in developing their program. And so, again, there's. And and we also have the challenge right now of developing a camp. You know, we we have some land that God has given us. You know, we um, we well anyway, it's a long story about how we got the land, but we have land up in a on a small mountain where we can do a camp, and uh, some people at Otter Creek are involved with us in that. Uh, and we're going to have a place to take street kids so they can they can get away from the streets and away from the glue and the drugs and and uh, experience a week or so of, uh, of just real freedom and, and and the opportunity to to get closer to God and so that that camp's going to be a great thing. It's a another exciting challenge in front of us. So I think it's just been one thing after another that has uh, has increased our joy and our excitement in the ministry. We always need help. Okay, we always need help. We need financial help. There are things we're doing, like uh, coming up not too many months away is Christmas time, and so at Christmas time we try to do parties for uh, for street kids uh, at our center in the slum, and uh, parties for the for the kids. Since we don't send them anywhere, they never. They, they never we're they're with us 24 7 the whole year around so we try to do some special things at holiday time at the end of the year so like some trips for the kids and you know we we have a break from school and try to do some things with them that'll that that'll make them feel like a real family again you know and so so we need help with that we we spend a, we spend six to seven thousand dollars every year in december just on those kind of things that that kind of bring confidence and new life. We give clothes to street kids, so they get some new clothes at the end of the year, kind of thing. So, so we go, we can use help with that. Um, we also need um, we need expertise from from people at Otter Creek, uh, people who will help our team um, 
understand business management and business practices and principles because we, we see the need to help some of our graduates start businesses, but our team doesn't have the expertise to do that. And so we really can't start doing that on a very large scale until we have that expertise. So we need some people from Otter Creek to come and teach business over a period of two or three weeks to some of our team members who who then can enable some graduates to, to start their own businesses. We don't want them to start businesses that fail. And we know that half of the new businesses fail, you know, at least. And so uh, we want to be, we want to do it right when we do it. So we could use people coming to help us with that. One big example of how it was God's plan is Francis and Booby, who was here at the fun at fundraiser, at fundraising yes. dinner, uh, and uh, Francis was on the streets, um, but he was his heart was ready for God. <clears throat> the first street kid we ever met invited Francis to come to church, and Francis said, "I'll come, I'll come," and and then he never did, and finally one day he got him to come with him. And that day changed his life. He was in church one time and he said, I'm going to change my life. And so he, he quit, he quit stealing. He quit using drugs and, and selling drugs. Um, he quit very soon. He quit the gang that he was part of and, and just devoted himself to Jesus. In, a, in about two months, he became a teacher in a Sunday school class, and, and it just went on from there. And now he's our leader, and he's an excellent leader. He's just a, a great administrator for the program. Um, and now he's in his 40s, and he's married to a power wife who's, uh, who runs a great ministry herself uh, in, in World Bible School and, for, and on behalf of orphans in Kenya. And... Uh, and they have two boys who are just, you know, great kids, and they're, um, and and they are they are the example, the best example for street kids of how your life can change and you can be different and you can be transformed. I yes, I think maybe we seem overly optimistic or whatever, but I well, both of us really believe that God had this planned for. Because there were people like like all these, the teenagers that are now in our our team that are running it. I think because of them, I think it was just going to happen. Um, and we were there. If we had said no to that big that one big event where the first three kids came and it was couldn't say no after that, he he had someone else ready to help those young people. I just think. As hard times come, because we never did this alone, we were just with the teenagers. We didn't know very many Americans at all. Um, so it was always something the teenagers were doing. Of course, now the teenagers that are with us, they're 44. <laughs> but because we were together, we never faced anything alone. I remember how um, C.S. Lewis wrote one time that he was uh, he was dragged kicking and screaming into the kingdom of God. And so I feel like that about the way things have happened in our lives, that it's like God has dragged us into things. You know, we, we've uh, um, 
uh, I, I haven't, uh, I guess I wonder sometimes whether I'm up to what the next challenge is, but I, but I don't have any doubt that God has a plan and that, uh, and that the challenges he's giving us, he's serious about, and we need to take them up and do them. And so we saw street ministry that way, that once those kids were in our lives, that, that we owed it to God and we owed it to, to the kids themselves, even to ourselves to follow that path. Core Stories is a ministry of Otter Creek Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. To find more stories, go to ottercreek.org slash stories and follow us on Instagram at Otter Creek Church.